to the Connect Kindness Podcast, where we connect people with organizations to inspire kindness. I'm your host, Crystal Aziz, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tim Evans. In this episode, we interview John Weed and Laura Formentini, the co-founders of Refugio Isola del Sole, which means Refuge Island of the Sun. Their mission is to help animal rights, welfare, and education in Sicily, Italy, by creating their own animal sanctuary. John and Laura open up about how even prior to them meeting each other, they both shared the vision of opening an animal sanctuary. We discuss the trials and tribulations of starting and growing a nonprofit in a foreign country. John and Laura have a beautiful vision of what they want their animal sanctuary to be, and their shared passion for helping will ensure that their organization thrives in Sicily. So without further ado, this is our episode with John Weed and Laura Formentini, the co-founders of Refugio Isola del Sole. Thank you so much for joining us on the Connect Kindness podcast today. Can you share with our listeners a little bit more about your organization and what needs do you guys serve? Absolutely. Well, we're called Refugio Isola del Sole, and we're located in Sicily, Italy. And I am not an Italian, but um, this is definitely where we are. And we are an animal sanctuary focusing on um, the stray population in this area, which is quite large. So you mentioned you're not from Sicily. You started a nonprofit there. How did you get involved in philanthropy and what's y'all's background? In a way, I've been involved in philanthropy for many years, probably 20 years through my family and my grandmother was a great philanthropist. But um, I grew up on a farm in Connecticut and then got involved in music industry for many years. And um, then got back working with dogs and had a dog for a while. And then I met my girlfriend, who was also a philanthropist for a long time and uh, had a childhood dream of doing an animal sanctuary and is actually from Italy. So that's kind of how we ended up here. I always had that dream of, of creating an animal sanctuary ever since I was little. And um, I always had this dream of creating something special for animals and especially abused animals. Uh, it's just uh, coming to fruition. Uh, little by little, it's been challenging, but um, it's been very rewarding. I would say the main challenge has been dealing with the the, the local laws um, and the, the culture here. It's been very difficult to, to create what we wanted to create, but um, little by little, it's coming to fruition. So I would say it's it's been quite a journey. That is awesome. And I, I just wanted to uh, give you guys a little bit of history uh, for our listeners that they actually reached out to us and they heard us through our podcast, correct? Yes, definitely. Which is awesome. That, that's the whole point of what we're doing and why we're doing it is to inspire others and let them know that there's a platform out there that we can help with uh, promoting your organization and making sure that everyone uh, that has access to the internet can learn about these nonprofits. So we really do appreciate you and your, your, your support even before this, this interview right now. Um, with that being said, you guys are focusing on the strays in Sicily. Is there something specific on why there may be so many strays? Um, and then also, 
I don't know if you mentioned it so far, but I want to know the meaning of your guys' organization. What's the translation of the name? Oh. <laughs> yeah, the name, really quick, is um, Refuge Island of the Sun. So it's kind of referring to Sicily, which is a sunny island and a refuge on the island. It's basically what it is. Love yeah. it. Uh, and basically, I, I came, um, I think it was five years ago, on vacation, and um, I, you know, and it was a beautiful place, and, and uh, you know, um, lots of beautiful beaches, and great restaurants, and everything, and, you know, all I could see, all I could notice um, was the strays there was so many dogs and so many cats that were just roaming around and i couldn't understand what was going on because i could see you know the tourists you know having fun and everything but there were so many strays just you know um going through the the garbage and the, it, it was really sad and so it's a long story, but I met my um, colleague, or would you say my future partner um, back then, um, because she, you know, I met this person who really wanted to do something for the strays back then, and um, and I, I was always, I always had this dream to create an animal sanctuary, and so basically we just met. It was a serendipity. And so it took us about three years to find the land. And then we eventually bought this place. And we're on 17 acres right now. And it's in beautiful southern Sicily. And so we started this animal sanctuary. And uh, we're going to, um, we're working on therapy and petting zoo, a, a petting farm. And we're going to have an educational center and we've partnered up with many different organizations where we can uh, fundraise. And so little by little, we've done a lot, of, a lot of work despite this year, which has been very difficult. So we ended up rescuing many animals and um, we've, we fought against the local laws which is which are very pretty difficult to deal with so it's been quite a journey was the question crystal i'm sorry was it um why we think there's so much stray activity in the area yeah like uh, i guess why why did you guys start and what do you think the uh, the reason being is that that there's an issue there you know yeah well i think there's probably a number of reasons um i think a lot of it is cultural here. Um, I think it's sort of a, a machismo thing of, oh, uh, we don't want to neuter our dogs. And I think part of it is a lack of education of how to take care of animals, how to um, sort of maintain and um, plan and be able to pay for things for the animals, things like that. Um, and this place is very slow to change culturally. Um, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's a third world country or anything, but uh, it's uh, decades behind what I was used to. Wow, I mean, 
it's beautiful that the two of you had the the same dream to to open an animal sanctuary and you're doing it. I mean, that is really that's amazing. I'm just curious when when you originally saw the strays, um, were they malnourished? Um, did it look like they're not cared for? Um, what is it like uh, in Sicily as far as the strays go? I'd say it's all over the board. Um, there's certainly some that are just quote unquote street dogs that people typically feed and they're fine. Um, and that range goes all the way to, you know, here's a bunch of dogs on the street and somebody goes out and poisons them all. Oh my um, gosh. Oh no. So yeah, there's, there's quite a range of some are okay and some are not. Uh, um, so I assume that your sanctuary um, helps dogs um, as well as, you know, you mentioned horses. What type of animals do you guys help? Well, that's a, definitely a logical question. Um, right now, we actually have mostly farm animals that we've rescued. Um, a giant cow, three donkeys now. We've recently got two more. An ostrich, uh, tons of ducks and chickens and peacocks. That's the word I was looking for. So... Yes, it would be totally logical for us to be having dogs from the street here, but we made a decision at some point along the road that that was going to be overwhelming pretty quickly. So at the moment, we don't actually have any dogs, but we are in the process of building an elderly dog shelter so that we could get elderly dogs from either from the streets or from people that can't take care of them anymore and have them here and hopefully be able to adopt them out and keep that cycle going. That's pretty awesome. Um, with, you know, 2020 just being a crazy year that it has been, right? Uh, what would you say your challenges have been? I know you've talked about that the government has been um, challenging already, but have there been any additional ones or do you want to go into depth on why the government has been challenging to work with? <laughs> a lot of additional ones. <laughs> um, Picking the correct partners, I'd say, is a, something that's come up for us and be a, a lesson learned, keeping finances in order. Well, yeah, there's always uh, something coming up where, um, you know, you think you're going to have a permit and then they don't give it to you. Maybe, you know, they'll say, yeah, we'll give it to you next week. And then it comes, you know, they'll deliver something maybe after three months. So we've been waiting and waiting on a lot of things. And um, so it's just um, just a slow process down here uh, in general. If anyone is working in the Sicily government and would like to help us out, this is your chance now, so feel free to reach out. Yeah. one of us, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, well, Muzumechi, Muzumechi is the governor of Sicily, and, um, you know, if he can help us to um, sterilize the strays and come up with a campaign to sterilize the strays uh, together with us and partner up with us, that will be amazing. His name is Muzumechi. Anybody in the area who might, you know, maybe the Noto or Syracuse mayors, that would be amazing because there are so many strays around here and it really is getting out of hand. It's out of control. Yeah, out of hand. Uh, what would you say is the long-term um, vision for, for your organization? 
Yeah. Um, Long-term vision is to really be educating the locals, um, um, animal welfare, um, be having a, a lot of programs that are actually currently on our website, but are coming soon, like the horse therapy thing. Um, we've been discussing with somebody here and that's definitely on the horizon um, to be able to have schools coming in and visiting the petting zoo and um, getting some education and um, firsthand experience for the kids um, and to be, you know, having the elderly dog shelter, that kind of thing. Um, and to hopefully be able to make a real dent in the progress of the, the strays. With, with your guys' passion and just what you've been able to accomplish so far right now, even, you know, during this challenging year, there's no doubt in my mind that you guys will be able to accomplish and get all those programs um, up and running um, because uh, just from our past conversations, you can just tell that this is something that you want to do and you're not going to take no for an answer. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you. We hope so, too. <laughs> so with just your guys' journey um, that you went through in life, uh, we like to typically ask our interviewees, uh, like, what is one advice that you would give to anyone listening right now? It could be about the nonprofit. It could be about animals. It could be about anything that you want to think of. And what would you say is that one advice that you really stick, stick to? Yeah. Um, in terms of dogs in general, if you are going to be a dog owner or thinking about becoming a dog owner, think about the longevity of that relationship and what stage you are at in your life and where you might be in 15, 10 or 15 years, maybe even longer. And what are your expectations of an animal? And also, being honest, this is getting real specific, but about your personal energy level. Um, if you're somebody super active, then you could have a super active dog. But if you're somebody that maybe doesn't like that so much, then getting a dog not based on breed, but based on their energy level. Because when those are mismatches, that's when things get out of control behavior-wise. Um, in terms of any advice for anybody that's thinking about starting an animal sanctuary, well, I mean, that's a big thing, big thing, and um, made bigger for us and me, um, both of us, was moving to a different country to do that. Um, so I don't know if I have any advice there. Just <laughs> get, get ready for a ride, I guess. <clears throat> just as I mentioned briefly, picking the right partner, partners to do it is important. Um, she's uh, the one that's, that's super persevering, which is helpful for me, kind of pushing me along. But um, um, I think there's a lot of people that are animal lovers, but wouldn't necessarily be great partners for a variety of reasons. But um, I, I, would suggest anybody looking to do this to just to take a look at who you're working with. Do your research. Do your research. Absolutely. <laughs> Nailed it. Tim, Tim, did you do your research on me before you decided? Uh, <laughs> uh, curious, John, looking back, did you, did you go into this knowing 
all the challenges that you faced or was it more going into it just with passion that, hey, we're going to make this happen no matter what? Definitely the passion. Definitely the passion. Yeah, it was definitely the passion because, you know, one thing leads to the other and, you know, there's always something coming up and, you know, you just moving to something that is way bigger than yourself. But, you know, um, you also think that you're going to do it no matter what, because, you know, once the passion is there, you know, you can do it. You know, there's always an obstacle after the other, but you know, for some reason, you always overcome them. We've overcome all, pretty much all of them. And it's been a, a big ride because not just COVID, but um, just the challenges of being here, the challenges of dealing with the laws and the, the everything. It's been one thing after the other, but you know, we've, we've learned to break it down into segments. So when you have a big, huge project, don't get discouraged by the largeness of it. Just take one piece at a time. And then, yes, there are going to be days where you freak out and you're like, oh my God, what am I doing? But, you know, if you recenter every, at the end of each day, I recenter and I'm like, okay, this is why I'm doing it. You know, because there are so many things bombarding you every day. And you're like, why am I doing this, you know, throughout the day? But at the end of the day, I think to my, I say to myself, this is why I'm doing it. I recenter every day. And I go back to just the one reason why I'm doing it. And that's because I love the animals and I'm like, I'm doing it no matter what I'm doing it every day. I realize that I've, you know, overcome a bunch of challenges and stuff that maybe a month ago I would have never thought of overcoming. And then I did it. So at the end of the day, I would say, try to recenter and just try to remember that you just need to take one piece at a time and out of the big picture and, and focus on that and you'll be okay. That's so true. That is, that's, that's great advice for sure. Looking at just a huge goal is daunting, but you're exactly right. Breaking it up, small tasks, knocking them out. You look back and you've achieved so much. So um, you guys are doing amazing things, and um, I'm sure our listeners connecting with your story. And for our listeners who want to learn more about your organization, how can they get in touch with you guys? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, a number of ways. Um, email is probably the best, and the email is www.refugioisladelsole.com. And uh, <laughs> maybe, I don't know if you guys have the capability of posting a link or something, because um, take me an hour to spell it out. <laughs> no, we definitely will. We'll post it in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they can email us there. Absolutely. Get in touch with us through the website. They can find out what we're doing. Um, all of that. Perfect. Well, we appreciate you taking the time and just uh, talking about your organization. If there's any animal lovers out there, if there is just uh, anyone looking for an opportunity to help worldwide, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you can make an impact um, with something that you, you feel passionate about. And so 
we really just want to say thank you. Thank you again um, for reaching out and just being a constant supporter and can't wait for everyone else to hear about your organization. Well, thank you so much. And thank you. You guys are awesome for doing this and, and for setting us up and for helping out all the organizations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Connect Kindness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ShareGiveDo. And please remember, the world is changed by your example, not by your opinion.